is Renee with Love Renee for the second episode of Open and Honest. I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in and giving me feedback on the last podcast. Y'all are crowning a sister with that wisdom, and I thank you so much for caring enough to share. Thank you so much. So today's Open and Honest is coming from, well, my head. Okay. So this morning I woke up and immediately began listening to Stephen Furtick after the Twitter war that I participated in. And I'm so ashamed that I did that. But you know, when you get trolls, you gotta, you know, troll back. No, you don't. You really don't have to troll back. But I just wanted to. I was up for it this morning. I was up for the fight, honey. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I felt after I had done the the Twitter war this morning that I needed to get some spiritual conditioning. So I went and found Pastor Furtick. A sermon it just popped up that's what happens with him he always touches me with his sermons but I went and found a an old sermon that he had where he was talking about God's timetable and doing things on God's timing and being patient you know that those weeds of impatience are I think growing in everybody's garden when God doesn't answer our prayers immediately. We start to get antsy and we wonder if he's even listening. So we start, you know, to just take matters into our own hands. Once I listened to the sermon, I realized that I definitely have the weeds of impatience in my garden. I want something to happen and especially when I've worked hard. I want something to happen and I want it to happen like now. I need it to happen now. So I decided that this morning maybe this would be a very good message for me to send out to everybody. You know, just to give you something to maybe self-reflect on or maybe to have a thought about. One of the things that I thought about this morning was that most of the mistakes that I have ever made was on my timetable, on when I wanted things done. When I started to, it's okay, don't get me wrong, it's okay to have goals, it's okay to work towards goals, but I still believe that God should have a footprint in your blueprint. You hear this? God should have a footprint in your blueprint. Yeah. And then I thought about, you know, mistakes that I've made. Now, don't get me wrong. I am grateful for the mistakes that I've made because they have taught me a lot or the most about myself. But we don't always need to go through the woods in order to get to the cross. We can just bear our cross going up the hill and get the experiences by not taking with us bitterness and hurt because the bottom line is and let me think about this before I say it because I want to make sure I'm coming to you correctly the bottom line is we are going to endure suffering 
suffering is going down. We're going to endure suffering in relationships with ourselves, with our jobs. We're going to endure suffering. But the reason that God wants us to work on his timetable is because what he does with us through the suffering is he gives us what we need to endure it. And if we come out of the soil before we're rooted, before we're ready, before we have matured, before we have grown, before our, root, our roots are rooted, then anybody can pull us up. As a matter of fact, the weeds of bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, anger, hate, all of those roots will wrap it, all of those weeds will wrap themselves around our roots and it will destroy the healthy, healthy, fit roots that God is giving us. I'm going to tell you a little story. When I was 22, I moved to Charlotte and I started dating this guy because I needed something to get past the, a previous relationship that I was in. So I met this guy, we became really good friends, and then we started to date. Now, the guy actually had just recently broken up with his wife. And I really wasn't in a space or mature enough to deal with someone who was divorced or was going through a divorce. That was not what God had for me. But I wanted this relationship. This is what I wanted. And he needed to heal from his relationship, but we went all in. And the entire time that we were with each other, we hurt each other. And we built up a lot of resentment and bitterness towards each other. And it festered into, you know, kind of like who we were. He became untrustworthy and I couldn't trust him anymore. Until one day, I just woke up and said, I really don't want to do this with you anymore. Like, this trip is not worth it. And I actually said to him, you deserve someone who can trust you, and I deserve someone I can trust. But because I was working on my timetable and getting involved in a relationship with this man, life was extremely hard for me get this for nine years because what I did was now I'm working myself trying to make this work now I'm trying to fix this now I'm trying to build on something on a on a very soft foundation on a foundation that is rocky that is not grounded that is not cement but it's quicksand I'm trying to build a relationship on quicksand on quicksand and so I really 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 took some time after he and I had broken up and I bounced kind of from relationship to relationship but what ended up happening was I got involved with a guy 
that was a very nice guy and he was also wrong timing so here I am trying to set my time on top of God's time and just hope that God co-signs what I'm doing right and he and I had a bitter and very angry breakup now we have since mended that relationship to be a friendship or not even a friendship I would just say that we care deeply for each other and we care you know that we care about each other so we don't have a relationship no we don't talk every day but it did you know my healing being with somebody as healthy as my husband helped me to heal from previous relationships and taking ownership of the part that I played in all of it and remember when you're taking accountability for the part that you play in it it's not about your relationship with you and that other human being it's about your relationship with you and God so taking accountability sitting back and thinking about the things that are your part in a relationship that is soured or that is underdeveloped or that did never developed or even a relationship, like I said, that was built on quicksand, taking ownership of your part is clearly and definitely about your relationship with God. No one can have accountability for that relationship but you. So let me give you some information here because I feel that there is somebody out there that's listening that is hopefully taking this as complete love, like this is all love. I'm gonna give you three ways. I'm always about to try. I'm going to TRI, to try. You've got three things that you need to do before you start moving on and moving forward in your own timeline and looking at God's timeline because we can't do what we want to do on our timeline and then when God doesn't co-sign it but he also backs up and doesn't support it because he knows it's not good for us then get bitter and resentful at God because you messed up so let me help you with the things that I've been doing in my life to be self-accountable and the first thing that I'm going to tell you is to self-reflect now there's a difference self-reflect versus self-deprecate self-reflecting is more of you looking internally and you don't stop looking you don't stop at looking you start at looking and then you move towards the second one which is self-meditate self soothing replacing those feelings that you have of resentment and bitterness and envy and anger replacing those feelings with acts of love acts of love look like forgiveness compassion and honey let me tell you even sometimes a, a bless your little heart honey er, because everybody is not going to be remorseful and everybody is not going to self-reflect so remember what you're doing you're doing for you you're doing for your life you're doing for your relationship with God 
You're not doing it for the relationship that you have with another human being, okay? And the third one is take control of your life. Take control of your life. Work on changing the things that you can control. You can only can control you. So all the things that you're concerned about, all the things you're mad about, all the things that you've been unforgiving about, I want you to take a second and think about how many of those things are centered around me and the things that I can actually control or change. Control or change. Look, listen. All of this is about finding joy within you. No one is responsible for making you happy. So I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. No one is responsible for making you happy. But isn't that a beautiful thing? Isn't it a beautiful thing that no one is responsible for making you happy? That you have the power to be happy all, as my son says, by your own. You have the power and the control to turn up the heat in your kitchen and to turn down the heat in your kitchen. You have the power and the control of when you want to bud out of that soil and when you should stay in the soil and continue to nourish and continue to grow and to continue to mature. I posted something on Facebook yesterday. And it's something that I read in a devotion that I did yesterday morning. It is in your immaturity. It is in the place where you're growing. It is in the process of you trying to build that Satan will try to attack you in every way, in every piece, in every place of on your journey. He will, especially if it is something that immaturity it's going to make you a strong person who can overcome and do anything. So you have to get grounded. You have to get rooted in what you believe and what you feel. And you've got to get strong in what you want for yourself and what you feel for yourself. And you have to meditate on what God wants for you. Okay? And I'm going to leave you with this. If we worry about other people making us happy, then our happiness will always depend on the happiness of others. Isn't that a sad sight to see? Okay, this is Renee Carter. I'm sounding out on the second episode of Love Renee. I pray for nothing but peace and blessings over your life health over you and your family, and love and abundance in your heart. Love you, mean it, peace.